Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. I'd first like to extend a gigantic thank you to everyone who's come along and listened to an episode, a bunch of episodes, or all of them. I greatly appreciate you as an audience, and I hope to continue to bring you the best content I can through these interviews and stories of the people that I have the opportunity to meet and sit with. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Mr. Alroy Harry. Born on the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, He's a third-year student of the University of Trinidad and Tobago. He's currently enrolled in the Academy for the Performing Arts and specializing in the theater design and production program. Before coming to Trinidad, Alroy has been involved in productions mainly through Houses of Worship. At his home church in St. Vincent, he has served in the capacity as front-of-house audio engineer since 2012. His transition into a new facility and through production upgrades, his skills have expanded and allowed him to delve into lighting programming and operating as well. In September of 2016, his acceptance into the APA was a bold step he made to further his technical knowledge and skills. Since then, he has been able to get exposure and experience in professional large-scale productions both inside and outside of the APA. This has also introduced him into the field of stage production management, which now can be considered his primary focus. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alroy Harry. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to this episode of the podcast. Sitting with me today is Mr. Alroy Harry. Uh, he is a third year, finishing his third year here at uh, UTT and is going to be going into his, his fourth year. Uh, he originally came to the program as a lighting student uh, and has found his way into stage management as well. Um, so, uh, Mr. Alroy Harry, please introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, hello everyone. My name is Alroy, as Richard said, Harry. I'm from St. Vincent and um, Currently pursuing my bachelor's here at UTT, Bachelor of Fine Arts in Theatre Design and Production. Right? And uh, you, uh, you came to uh, come to Trinidad from uh, St. Vincent yeah. and the Grenadines, that's the full name, right? Yeah, full name of the country. Okay, and what, what brought you to uh, Trinidad as opposed to staying in either St. Vincent or going to somewhere else? Well, um, Trinidad wasn't the first option, I should say. And, um, there were some other schools that I applied to and um, got accepted for, but um, just because of financial reasons, um, I ended up choosing um, UTC, right? Um, the other thing, too, is that um, there's no opportunities back home where you get to study this type of, um, this, this type of um, profession, you know? Okay. Right? So... Because I remember when we first when we first uh, had the opportunity to, to interview you, and you uh, were working in your uh, your church program. Church, yeah, I was I was in church. Um, I was doing, I was the audio engineer at, at the church. Um, at the time when I applied to UTT, we just moved into a new building at church, and it was the first time the church was delving into lighting, which was what kind of sparked my interest with lighting at first. Okay. Right? So yeah, that, that, that's where, where I was at the time, and um, things just, just grew from, from there. Okay, what, was the, what is the, the name of the church? My church um, name is Harvest Bible Chapel okay. in St. Vincent. 
there's a um like what you call like a mother church is based in in chicago okay right where there are other churches around the world as well too okay so it has relationship to the 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 church system in in the states in yeah, yeah the one in, around the world okay um the uh the program that uh, so you uh your introduction into performance was through the church or had you already been like messing around like at home with playing with no nah, primarily through through church okay I started as the, they needed an audio guy. They had this, like a church balance, so they, they had no one to, um, you know, help run mm-hmm. the sound and that type of thing. That's how I jumped in. And they said, and they needed a volunteer and you volunteered. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that uh, I've seen you uh, do some uh, some sound work. Yeah. Um, and not just like running a soundboard, but actually um, doing editing and producing, right? Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of post-production. I love to... Love to post produce audio. Um, I think between live audio and post production, um, I don't know which would win for me, but because I, I love to do both. Okay. Yeah. Did you do you play any instruments or? Um, vaguely. Vaguely. Really, really vaguely. Actually, I um, have a a saxophone sitting at the, at the back of my bed in Saint Vincent, and it's catching some dust <laughs> it's it, it 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 has good intentions yeah 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 it yeah. has good intentions but i think that's as far as it went really with that. so when you uh so when you made the the, the trip to from uh from saint vincent to, to trinidad China, uh-huh. um you uh you first got involved with uh, uh the sound with uh, the mtech program with uh, martin raymond and them or did you go into the 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 general uh, tdmp program no, I went, I went straight to TDMP. Okay. Um, a lot of people kind of probably thought I was a part of um, the music technology program because of um, my involvement with audio. Mm-hmm. But I, I never went through the program. That was just based on what I knew and experiences from Sinvinsu, where I was able to, you know, okay. jump on board so quickly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what, was your, uh, what was your initial feeling when you, when you, when you got here? Would you, was it excitement? Was it... Uh, uh, apprehension a, a little bit of both i was i was excited um slightly disappointed and and still with some expectations at the same time all those three things wrapped up in one excited because um i saw potential i saw well you know there's some stuff we could really do here um disappointed with the fact that i wish we would always have more gear which is always a thing yeah <laughs> and um had expectations because I saw, I just saw potential, you know. I see, like at the end of these four years, something could possibly happen. Yeah, it's it's interesting because one of the things that uh, we run into a lot of is where people put their uh, their uh, their funds, um, you know, or, or what gets kind of the, what squeak what squeaky wheel gets uh, gets the gets the grease around here from time to time. Um, Gear is always gear is always a challenge, but yeah. also things change so quickly. quickly yeah. Do you have a, a particular uh, a favorite type of uh, uh, of gear that you that you like? Um. Yeah, but I'll have to break it down. Let's say by um category. So, ah, let's let's start audio audio gear. What type of audio gear do I like? I'm a huge fan of. Simple but efficient audio gear. So, um, songcraft. I like songcraft stuff. Okay. I like um, I like Pro Tools. I like um, Studio One is really a huge um part of me now. Um, 
lighting wise um i fell in love with campses since coming to school here they, they do some really cool stuff um uh there, there's this software that i learned about for stage management recently okay it's kind of pricey but i hope one day i will I'll be able to get into it it's called showflow and it, it basically um makes your life easier as a stage manager it, it organizes everything for you so you basically input everything and it makes sense out of it for you. Right? Uh, have you noticed that, uh, do, do you think uh, students would be um, better uh, if uh, some of this equipment were a little bit more priced towards their affordability? Um, it depends on the type of equipment because some of these stuff um more for commercial use rather than somebody saying they're buying it for personal use. Okay. Right, you know, but um, definitely stuff that applicable to, let's say, young professionals who would like to have stuff, you know, to get work done for themselves and get paid. Yeah, if, if it could be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> we all wish and, it could be know, cheaper. Yeah, and, and more affordable than definitely, yeah. But there, there's some stuff out there that's, that's really good. All of it, I haven't, like, experienced firsthand as yet. Like you, you might see things um around the world, especially audio. I could talk about audio a lot. Concerning like major manufacturers of like what they consider the top of the line equipment, um like folks from Digico, D and B speaker company, Adamson. You know, we don't always get to touch these things, but they're considered like you know the cream of the crop right now. Right. The, you you mentioned uh, a couple of programs. You mentioned uh, Pro Tools, for example. Um, was that something that you, you learned along the way or is it something you, you went on YouTube and downloaded it or how did you, how did you get experience with Pro Tools? I actually delved into Pro Tools um, while coming to UTT. It was a course that we did. And, okay. Um, you know, we went through it and I realized, well, this is something that I could, I could like because before coming to UTT, I was um, based on Studio One mostly. Studio One. That's okay. where I did most of uh, my post-production work on, and that's where I knew. And um, after running the Pro Tools course, I realized that there were a lot of things similar in Studio One and Pro Tools. So the, the, the I could call it a transition, because I plan to transition okay. over to Studio One. It was pretty seamless. Cool. Well, because I know that you've uh, taken part in the theater technology course. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, at least my, my specialty is, is generally lighting and production um, in that end as opposed to strictly design. And we've learned together of going through Vectorworks and Lightrite mm-hmm. and, and AutoCAD and, and, and some of the offline editors. Um, uh, so uh, back to what we were uh, getting at. Um, the so you got the opportunity to work with some of the lighting software. What what, mm-hmm. what was your impression of uh, of things like like I said, uh, Vectorworks and um, uh, Lightrite and some of the offline editors? Well, I I kind of share a bit. I I think three D modeling overall, whether it be for lighting or scenic or whatever the case might be, is more like a necessity these days. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get a call to prepare a plot or work on a show for, for someone and um, it's a couple of weeks or a couple of months away, people need to see what they're doing before um, the, the show even happens or even before the first loading day. So I I realized through coming to school that those things are just like 
super important. Okay. And it's not, yeah, it's just, it's just important. And, and now you, you talked about the, the stage management program, uh, Showflow. Yeah. Um, how did you learn about that? Actually, learn about Showflow in advanced sound class, I think. Our, um, our lecturer, this is Robin Imam Show. He actually mentioned this, and then I researched it um, from there and realized it's a pretty powerful software. Um, you, uh, you've, over the time that we've had the, to, to know you, mm. you've slowly gravitated towards, towards stage management, production management. Uh, why do you, uh, why, what, 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 did, what kind of made you start to go that way? Um, a couple things. One, I, I don't think I was um, even aware that I had these skills to become a stage manager. Okay. I think um, just from work ethic and workflow, the way how I did things on the audio side, mm-hmm. that um, one of the lecturers here, who's actually the production manager here, Lamar Pollard, Realized that um, you know he could do well if you come on this side of the fence. Ah, <laughs> you know? he talked you into it. Yeah, if you come on this side of the fence, you could probably do a little better this way. You know, so bit by bit, I think like from um, a little after the first year was ending, um, things started leaning that way. So I could probably confidently say now, I, I think for the future, most of the work that I will do will either involve audio or some kind of stage production management. Okay. Yeah. Cuz uh it's uh it's been great to see you grow and, and and change. Yeah. Um so you were one of the things that you've had the opportunity to to go do is uh attend USITT. Um you attended the one in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Florida, yeah. Yep. Um could you tell me a little bit about uh the experience um the lead up to that and then your experience actually at the event? Um, it, Florida was a, a kind of life-changing um, trip for me, you know. Uh, it was the first time for me that certain dots were connected for me, um, dots um, pertaining to technology and um, just dots pertaining to just events in general. Um, so, like, on the technology side, it was the first time I was actually seeing and getting to touch some of the gear that I would probably see on, on Facebook or Instagram or somewhere. Right, so they had like labs for different manufacturers. So if you wanted to know how to use a digital console, which I was glad I did, um, there was a session for that. If you wanted to um learn the ins and outs of a Grand Emmy, there was a session for that, which I jumped into. You know, there was stuff for Yamaha and you know all these people, um, lighting manufacturers, all that everything. That was pretty mind blowing for me, mm-hmm. just to see um what people talk about all it time all over the world the type of gear that people use you know and there was the other side of it where there were like sessions relating to just um issues and um events around the world i could remember really vividly i went to a um a session with the she was the associate sound designer for the the winter olympics okay is it winter olympics i think Pew Zhang, I can't remember the name. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it, right? Um, so she was a sound, so she walked us through the entire um, process for her. What it was like for like, those kind of things, which is rare, you know? You don't get somebody who did um, sound design for Olympic ceremony sit down and talk mm-hmm. to you about what they did from A to Z, you know? Right. So stuff like that was really good. 
so um, so the combination of not only the 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 expo, mm-hmm. but also the the uh, the opportunity to to sit in on some of these uh, yeah. these classes or these um, panels was was insightful. If um, if uh, if you could uh, have a, a a panel that uh, uh, we talked about any topic, what what do you think would be a panel that you would like to someday see happen? Ha ha ha! Wow, wow, wow! Um, I I think it might be, and I could be biased here, because I feel as though this is a part of me that I I think I need more drive and um experiencing, and it's just to deal with production management specifically. If um if I could get somebody to just walk me through um probably a major event that's happening somewhere around the world and what it was like to be the production manager for that okay sessions along that line would be really good the other areas i know about i think usitt been doing a really good job at you know explaining mm-hmm. stuff um giving it the ins and outs of it that kind of thing so yeah that, but that would be for me personally okay i just hope you know I no that's like that. that's you got everyone's got to be like if they could do it i want this yeah. this would be really cool yeah you know um when now when you talk about a, a major event what do you what do you consider a major event something international something with global scale um, okay so like the olympic ceremonies um uh-huh. you could probably say like the grammy awards as global on a probably one side of the world kind of thing right um I don't know, like anything that will have international impact. Yeah. Do you have a, a particular uh, 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 genre or, or, or thing that you, that you are interested in? Like some people, um, for example, get really into, uh, um, let's say, uh, music concerts. Mm-hmm. And one day they want to go on tour. And they wanna be. They wanna work for this band or that band or, or something like that. So you ask me what I wanna do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I what, mean, what's the dream gig? Yeah. What's the dream gig? The dream gig. I wanna work for CBS. You wanna work for CBS? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I I wanna either be um, a stage manager for TV shows at CBS. Okay. Or I would like to be the audio mixer at CBS. Really? Yeah. Uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's kind of, that's interesting yeah. that you talk about uh, broadcast television because it, a lot of television now, or a lot of what we view is now via streaming. Yeah. Um, uh, is, there, is there anything in particular right now that's on broadcast that uh, you would like to... Like Be a to, part of? Yeah. Let's make a deal. Let's, really? Every day at 10, 10 or 11 o'clock, I remember what time, yeah. Wow! That show is really fun. <laughs> if, if, if I work there, there will never be a dull day. Okay. I will go to work every, on time, every early. Yeah. So, if Wayne Let's Brady, if you're listening to this, <laughs> hire this man. Hire this yeah. man. Yeah. That's cool. I would have ne- You know, I was surprised because I was talking to one of your, uh, your fellow uh, students uh, in a previous interview, mm-hmm. and uh, she talked about uh, uh, working for Nickelodeon. Yeah. Of all things, <laughs> I just—I it would have never crossed my mind. Yeah. It would have never crossed my mind. I, I just think that the the variety um, and there's no offense to other TV stations around the world. So you're saying no offense to, to any of the t- other uh, broadcasters out there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm a really huge fan of CBS and their shows. I think it's like kind of 
really cool, you know. Okay. From, from even the morning stuff all the way to like um the series that they will show on evening so it's, it's, yeah. Um yeah, it kinda changed things for me in that um I just have to figure out, you know, what what could I possibly do this summer rather than just sitting at home, you know. Oh yeah, I, I can't imagine you just sitting at home. Yeah, so I, it, I really can't. There's I I'm in talks with some folks, um in, in Barbados. Um, cause I went there last week for a little break, and I I met up on some folks there. Um, I, I can't say much about what. Oh, uh, very top secret. <laughs> no, but I just can't say what it might possibly be as yet. But um, hopefully something comes out, cause I don't know what I'll do for two months. Okay. So, but um, there's some stuff in the pipeline for August. Okay. And May is kind of already busy. We have um. Apple Fest. I'm talking mixed up here, but you can follow me. Still. So, May we have Apple Fest along with um two other kind of smaller size gigs, and June and July are kind of up in the air. Not sure. August there's some stuff, not yet confirmed, but that should be in Trinidad. And the we we'll just see what goes from there. Right. The the if uh, okay. There's been a lot of going on in the world globally with uh, travel and restrictions here, restrictions there. Mm-hmm. And um, do you think, and I, I feel like that's kind of a hindrance to people like yourself mm-hmm. who want to find opportunity, get opportunity, things like that. What, uh, if, uh, if you could tell the people, you know, hey, you know, let's figure this out. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already cool suggestion I don't know if it would be cool to immigration folks all over the world uh-huh. <laughs> but um, there, there's like a specific category of people you could probably call them young professionals mm-hmm. or um, I don't know if you find another term for folks like me who are on their way to becoming young professionals I think that we should have a, a visa category mm-hmm. specific to us you know just for when we want to go to places to do certain things and you know come back come back out you know which is separate to like work stuff you know sometimes it's good to go on in certain places just to see what it's like you know meet some people you know without going through whatever lengthy process it might need to get a specific visa for this country or that country or that kind of case you know so I think stuff like that could help people out in terms of connecting the dots with, with life and work and that type of thing all together. A, a, a university level... Travel visa. Travel visa. You know? Travel yeah. visa. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So what... Uh, uh, you're talking about... You're upcoming with a, a stage management uh, project for the music show here. Yeah. Called Apafest. Um, what, what are your expectations for your team and what are your expectations for yourself? Um, I think expectations are based on groundwork that's been put in already if if you don't prepare or if you, you haven't done the, the the groundwork before put things in place then it will be really difficult for you when you hit the ground or when you actually enter the space so we've been meeting and planning and doing all this stuff for Apple Fest since January this year mm-hmm. so it's been a lot of work already um, most of it's been finalized this week is like the final production meeting before we actually start loading things into the space next Monday. So all of which has been planned out already is what I'm saying. You know, right. so 
the expectation is that um, what we plan is what would happen. But the biggest part about stage management, or uh, the, the part that really, I think, defines you from other people is knowing how to manage change. So even though we plan all these things, something could happen and something could change. How you handle that change is what um, would make, um, de- determine the success of the production. Okay. The, uh, uh, does, uh, has stage management crept into your life outside of, uh, outside of school? Yes, please. Capital letters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big planner as a result. No, I would, okay. I, I love to plan. So summer's coming up. I want to know what, what I'm doing, you know, okay. months in advance. I'm planning for Christmas already. Christmas already? Yeah. I'm planning for Christmas already. I know what's going to happen, um, after, after school. Oh wow! Already, wow! You're, you're and sometimes people, some people like um, I can share this. With you. Some folks call me from Saint Vincent because mm-hmm. they have an event they want to do in Christmas coming. So you know, it's, it's good to know those things in advance. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate people like that. You know, mm-hmm. they know what they want way in advance. That's fun people to work with. The uh, the skill of of uh, networking is really important in the arts. Of course. How have you uh, How have you managed and navigated? that uh that aspect of 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 your your learning it's been good um i'm probably not the best at it because i'm not always like a talker talker kind of person Mm -hmm. but um it's coming along so i mentioned this thing in barbados um and i was just talking with some people while i was there you know and um we just kind of made a link from from there you know um the same here in trinidad um you meet some folks or it might be people that you've known in the past and you kind of connect some old dots to make some new ones and you know stuff come up from that but yeah it's something that i should i should really keep on top of um i don't travel as much as i want to Mm -hmm. you know but if if it comes up i try to get that done from usitt last year yep I, i made some some connections as well too and um, there's some people that I could possibly call if, you know, if, if I end up having an issue with this particular manufacturer of gear or something. Mm-hmm. There, there's people I could call, to, you know, to fix stuff yeah. for, for me, if, if it ever happens. Uh, are, you, uh, are you hoping to attend another USITT? Yes. I want to be in Texas next May. All right. Hopefully. I, um, once I kind of reach... Halfway through this year, I'll start putting that in place. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a planner. I'm a planner. Uh, and I look forward <laughs> to seeing that on your calendar. Because I know that for myself, I mean, I, I have gotten back into USATT when I started here mm-hmm. at, at school. And it has opened up a lot of doors. It's given me a community to, to work with and draw from and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, if you could offer advice to uh, the... The, the, the students and, and folks who, who, who are going to be listening to this, what do you think would be some, some advice that you have, uh, from your experience, you, you have taken in and would like to, like to share? Um, I think there's only one thing I could really say, um, and it might be several statements, but it's just one really, which is just do your best work always, right? Um, you never know who's watching or mm-hmm. you know, where your work might end up. You might be submitting it to a lecturer, like in, in our case, we submit it to lecturers, but um, 
most of the world lecturers here are actually professionals in their field, you know. So you always do your best, you know. If you're not satisfied with how something looks, then fix it, correct it, and then if you could, do it over, you know. Mm-hmm. Do, do your best always, always, always. Do your best. That's always a, that's always a good thing to, to yeah. keep repeating to yourself. Do yeah. your best, do your best, do your best. And, and always, in fact, I could add to that, always be familiar with what the standard is mm-hmm. in whatever field that you're in, right? So you won't know if you're doing good work unless you know what is considered good work, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, beat be the standard, go above, go above the bar. If there's a if there's a, a habit that you could see changed in uh, the students, um, as uh, as they become professionals, what do you think would be something that you would like to see them change? Be early. <laughs> Don't even be on time. Be early. You know. Um, I think sometimes we kind of take for granted that. Um, outside in 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 the industry time time is everything um being late is is not a style it's not a new trend or anything like that you know mm-hmm. um it's actually something that's looked down upon right so as much as you could be early and be prepared just just do it, do it. and uh i guess kind of my my last one or two questions is um what uh how do you take time for yourself? Is there is there a point where Alroy Harry <laughs> stops being a stage manager and just goes and yeah. be himself? You know, interesting enough, I was talking about this with um, our pro- production manager sometime back. It was a good while back. He was, he was saying when, when you have free time, the best way to spend your free time is not really to necessarily read upon books or go on research stuff which is which is good but um when you realize which everybody should be able to sense that you know um i might not have anything to do on this day spend it with your friends and your family mm-hmm. spend it with your friends and your family um there will always be time for you to you know research stuff and get better at what you do which i think is kind of a part of me i always want to see what more i could learn but you shouldn't always dedicate all that time into, you know, your profession or the field that you're in, you know. So take time to, to spend with your, your friends and your family, you know. For me, that's be me picking up my phone and calling probably my mom or my folks back home and find out, you know, what was going on, how they're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you sense that feeling inside you, yeah, it's time to kind of just relax and, and kick back for a little bit before, you know, start working again and uh if uh if people want to find more about you and your work uh where can they find you online uh do you have a do you have a website what do you have an email how, how can people find yeah you... and get them on uh let's make a deal <laughs> with wayne brady yeah so um if if um you want to email me you could just email me at info at alroyharry.com which is A-L-R-O-Y.com you can shoot me an email if you have any questions or you want to talk to me about a production coming up or whatever um, you could also hit me up on Facebook um, which is Alroy Harry I have my page as well which is Alroy Harry Engineering okay I normally post stuff like work that I 
do and so on that page. So any any of those two should should work fine. So so let, let me make sure that we get the email correct. So it's info at, at elroyharry.com, all yes. one word? Yes, A-L-R-O-Y-H-A-R-R-Y.com. And you're, you're, you have a, a Facebook, you Facebook have two, page. You have, you have two Facebook pages. One is your personal one. Yeah. And the second one is your professional one, which yes. is Elroy Harry Engineer. Yeah, engineering. Engineering. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you can, you can reach me there. Excellent. Well, Elroy, I, uh, I wish you the best. I, uh, I know you're going to do well. You've done well so far. And uh, try. you try. <laughs> me- me- remember, now we have that mutual friend, Mr. Ed Deshay, and he mm. says there is no try. He quotes, the, he quotes Yoda. It's either do or do not. Do or do not. You, sir, are a doer. Right. So, uh, but again, I thank you. I appreciate the, the opportunity to get to, to learn a little bit more about you, and hopefully the, the community at large gets to, to learn about more about you and uh, I wish you nothing but the success. Thanks Richard. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Alright, bye bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the podcast. Remember, this podcast is listener-supported, so wherever you get it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This podcast can be found on such platforms as iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, we can be reached at archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's A-R-C-H-I-V-E-T-T-24 at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Archiving Technical Theater History. We appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.